How's it going anyways? This is Caleb Campbell speaking, joined as always by the interrupter Kyle Vester. How's it going, Kyle? What up? What up? Some motherfucker. So, I, we we would take like to take a moment to apologize for being late and then redact that apology. Take it back immediately. Because we're fucking volunteers and we do this for fun. <laughs> Uh, but we do we did mean to get one on t- on time. But you remember how the last one I was hung over to death, and I was moving all day. It just would have been crap. We would have had nothing to talk about. So here we are, and Kyle has just come back from a very, uh, very big trip. He was gone very for alcohol fueled wedding. A wedding, um, and a thirtieth birthday. T- I actually literally haven't said much more to Kyle other than hi. So we just turned on the mics. So yep. how was your trip? It was uh, too much drinking. Holy shit. What do you mean too much? It was like, you know when you're forced to and it sucks? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I like drinking. It's fun. But holy, so I'd never been in a wedding party. So the one I was in, mm-hmm. I had to go out the night before for... I love, now that you've been in one, you're like, this is how wedding parties are. So this one was. <laughs> so I get there. The rehearsal's on a Thursday. Okay. Rehearsal party. It's my first night there too. So where was we're it? Drinking Just Winnipeg. Winnipeg. So we're out in BC. So he had to go a long ways. Yeah, quite a ways. And then uh, next day was one of my best friend's girlfriend's birthday. So I had to go to that. Then the next day was, was the it fun. Got it was fine. Next day was a fucking wedding. So, so we had to get up at nine. Birthday a- wedding. Get up at nine a.m. What was for your mimosas role at wedding? the wedding? Were you ring bearer? Yeah. Flower boy, mm-hmm. both flower girl <laughs> and ring bearer. They said unless I gr- cut my hair, I had to be ring- uh, flower girl. <laughs> no, seriously, what were you? Groomsman. Groomsman. Yeah. And? So nine a.m. mimosas to uh, where they take pictures of you putting on your suit, which is bizarre. <laughs> and then to a limo where we're drinking beers on the way to the place where we're going to get a party bus to go around the city taking wedding photos. Was it fun? At least. Yeah, <laughs> until I hit about 5 p.m. Were you, like, aware and pacing yourself? or were Yeah, you treat- okay. trying to, yeah, good. but fuck. No, it's just not fun when you're pacing yourself. I mean, yeah. I'm, like, trying not to, like, I'm walking down the aisle by the time we have to do that with whatever the lady I was with, Vanessa, shout out, you'll never hear this. <laughs> and uh, and I'm a, a whole time just like, all right, don't trip down the stairs, you're drunk, just don't look drunk, and... Apparently, all my pictures came out where I looked like I was saying to myself, uh, don't look drunk. Don't drink down the stairs. <laughs> Just fucking stone faced the whole time trying not to fall. There's a different kind of drunk you get where you've been drinking for like 12 hours. It's tired. It's a tired drunk, but it's also like... That's when you, like those videos you see on YouTube of those people like just beyond gone. Like, I got the, that drunk on Center of Gravity, right? I drank all oh, did night you? Friday. Yeah, and then all I was day Wu-Tang. Saturday. I didn't get to see Wu-Tang. They didn't let me in the center of gravity. The center <laughs> of depravity, they, I was locked out of that. But what I was saying is, like, I didn't drink that much on Saturday, but I was wasted from just, like, the residual. Like, like your body absorbs alcohol constantly, so. Yeah, you think that's the case? No, that is the case. What do you mean absorbs it constantly? I mean, it breaks it down constantly. That's why when you drink yeah, shots, okay. I think we talked about this on the podcast. If you drink 
like if you, you slam your five liver's beers, processing it constantly. Yeah, but like and it has a max rate, and you're still getting drunk. It's so. like a funnel. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. Yeah. Exactly like a funnel. Um, so the wedding was nice. No one objected. No, the wedding was great. And and then I don't know. They said I do. No shenanigans. You hook up with any girls you wanted to hook up from back 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 town, back hometown? Nah. No. Kind of seeing somebody now, so I got a great story. Um, well, thanks for that, Kyle. You bored the fuck out of us. I thought mm-hmm. you'd have something in two weeks, dude. I had nothing. I had <laughs> nothing but alcohol fueled boredom. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to uh, a few of the comics went to perform at Laugh Lines in uh, New West, Vancouver, and I don't think any Bible beaters were there. You guys suck. However, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, not one. I mean, no one came and said hi. So. But I only hyped it on one one show. That's Anyways, th- here's the point: Zauer, Suleiman, Suleiman. Um, I'm naming names now on the podcast. This that okay. that policy was ridiculous. Zauer, I think it's his first time in a real comedy club. Okay. Yeah. So and he's doing well. All right. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to do six minutes for you guys. Listening, oh, does he run the clock? Oh, what a fucking dude! dude. You have not even heard this. <laughs> no. Oh my god, it's the funniest thing. Just got back. So, dude, this is what Zauer does. So just so for. Okay, you're gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It going over your time for a comedian is a real faux pas because an audience typically has about 90 minutes of like paying attention in them. Yeah. And if you go long, you fuck it up for everybody. And it's like it's kind of like the one of the worst things you can do besides like screaming at somebody in the front row. Kind of. Yeah. And uh, here, there's a pretty relaxed policy on going over time here. Kelowna. Yeah. So people just run the clock sometimes. So Zauer goes on. But goes, you can't do that. He's got his six yeah. minutes. He gets a flashlight at the back that keeps talking. She walks from the corner of the room to the middle of the room, starts waving the light over her head like she's trying to flay, flay, no fucking flag way. down a plane. You can't do well when that's happening Continues either. Continues to talk. <laughs> we all take out our phones like, what the fuck is he doing? What is he doing? Continues to talk. They turn off his microphone. No fucking way. Oh, my God. My mic stopped working. Just k- powers through. Just keeps talking. No, <laughs> he didn't. Shut off no, the lights he in the whole comedy club. He goes, oh, my God. I'll just finish this last thing. It <laughs> <laughs> tells jokes to the pitch black. All the comics are howling, dying. So laughing. does he think he's killing? No, he thinks I talked to him after. Yep. He just like he, a kind of froze and B thought. Like, things were going wrong. Like, the power went out, and his mic got cut off. So he's just talking there. They basically... No fucking way. Rip the mic out of his hands. He comes back to the table. I'm the first person he talks to. He goes, did I fuck up? I'm like, yeah, you fucked up. The club uh, the club manager's like, shower, get over here. He's like, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he immediately, he just apologized profusely and said it was his first time in a comedy club and like claimed ignorance. And I don't think it was that big of a deal, but mm-hmm. he was so, and then we just were making so much just fun. Ruthless. Of him. Yeah. We were making so much fun of him. It was one of the funniest things I ever seen. Was it a competition? Or no, just it was a, just a, a little like, showcase thing. It was a little showcase, like five comics from Kelowna went down. I kind of ate my balls. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Worse than Zauer. Uh, worse than Zauer up until Zauer talked to the Get room the with their lights of off. No, Zauer was actually doing well. That's the thing. I think he thought so he was just enjoying it. Just yeah, he was just life. like killing it and thinking. <laughs> and then, yeah, just keep going. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'll just finish this last thing to a pitch black room. <laughs> it was hilarious. The fact that you think you can go do well when someone's waving a goddamn light in the middle of the room. So at least what seventy percent of the room I has mean, seen that light? Yeah, I mean, yeah at least seventy. Audience members yeah. were turning around to look <laughs> at know. it, and he's just still going, powering ahead. It ah, was, good for him, you know. Yeah, it was pretty fucking funny. Who said Syrians didn't have resilience? <laughs> oh man. I feel bad for them over there. It's quite bad right now. Like three hundred. Yeah. Anyways, uh-huh. that'll just bring people down. Um. So. Are you sure you want to hear the rest of my Winnipeg story? Oh, yeah, I thought you were done. Oh yeah, you said you want to bring people down. So yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Mm. Last week, what? I do have one little neat thing that I did. So I was at my friend's cabin. Just me and him. We wanted to have a crib board, so I drilled one yeah. with a two by six. Fucking killed it. I traced everything out. I mean, I measured everything out. Gr- yeah. Grid. Drilled all the hose. It looks unreal. I was proud of myself. You gotta it's like wood shop. Lacquer it. No, nah, I'm it. just going to let it get rotten. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so last week on the podcast, uh, we were. it's actually two weeks ago for us. So we're a little... We're, I'm just trying to bring Kyle back up to speed here. Yeah. We were talking about... It's been two weeks, so I don't even remember what book we're reading. We So we're so we're in the book of Exodus. The Israelites... Quick and dirty recap from the beginning. God made everything. <laughs> no, okay, made yeah, three yeah. different promises <laughs> okay. to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm-hmm. Jacob changed his name to Israel, had 12 kids. Um, they became popular in Egypt. Wow. You're doing real... A lot of detail. Okay. Quick and dirty. <laughs> then, they, then when they get to Egypt, the mm-hmm. Egyptians, they're out fucking the Egyptians. The Egyptians go, there's too many of these goddamn Jews here. Make them slaves. Mm-hmm. God picks Moses to speak for them. Moses says he doesn't want to. Yep. Remember all that? They took 10 plagues, cross the river, in the desert, manna quail, water in the rock, water in the pond with the wood piece. And then... So now, then Moses has been talking to God for on this mountain for X amount of time. God tells him all And then he came down and smashed the, the, the tablets <laughs> that God gave him. So uh, we just you think read, if God wrote something, he made it out of, you know, if God made something, a human being wouldn't be able to like drop it on the ground and smash it. Well, you know, you'd, you'd think, I mean, God made the whole world and we can smash rocks and sticks and stuff. Can't smash the world, though. Can't smash the world. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then we read about a few little laws, and then we got into these measurements, that, which were kind of boring. Oh, God. So Also kind of funny to me. So last week on the podcast. <laughs> I still like it. I, I still like telling people about, what, about the Bible. I would go, how about the part where they describe how to build the table? <laughs> and most people, actually everyone I've so- talked about this at supposedly religious, has no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, no one knows. Like, what, do you, what do you mean you have no idea? Because people don't What do you mean? It. The chapters upon chapters about how to build fucking furniture? You don't know that part. That didn't stand out to you as weird at all. No, just me then. That's like, I mean, like we said from the beginning, the main reason to do this podcast is to read these idiots their own fucking book. Granted, (laughs) they're not listening to this podcast. No. However, it is funny to know that people believe this with their entire heart, mind, and soul, Mm -hmm. and don't even read it. So, we were talking about- Heart, mind, and soul. Like the Trinity. Yeah, like the Trinity that doesn't exist. Um, so I last week What's we were talking- What's a talk- soul to you? A soul is a made-up thing. So you don't believe in a soul? No. Okay, me neither. I mean, I know when <clears> people say- You just said say, heart, mind, and soul, so- I know, because they believe they have one. How do you believe something with your heart? 
It's the same as your soul. (laughs) Really? So you you know, I I can just means with like I can describe instinct. Heart is like just pure instinct. I was going to say inward conviction. You know. Oh, I I I think when people say I acted with my heart, that means they brain was telling them not to do it, and they were just like, "Fuck it, I want to do it." Or you don't even think. That's what I mean. But just complete instinct of reaction. So we were talking about. how hilarious it heart was. Heart and gut are the same thing, I guess, eh? Yeah, they are. You gotta have heart. You gotta have guts. <laughs> same fucking shit. We're they just picked an organ. God damn it! Let me talk, Kyle. <laughs> Why not liver? It's pretty tough. You gotta have liver. You gotta have kidneys. <laughs> gotta get some lungs up in this bitch, you know? Stop it. <laughs> okay. So we were talking about how hilarious Skin's it was. the biggest organ. <laughs> Your epidermis is showing. <laughs> God, that was a classic as a kid. <laughs> fucking everyone loved that shit. Your epidermis is shit. No, it isn't. Yeah, the best people. Where yeah. is it? Yeah, it is. It's. <laughs> I can see it right now. The, there was two types of reactions. There was people going, well, tell me how to fix it. <laughs> and then there was the, no, it isn't. Uh, that's the only reaction I ever saw. Is, <laughs> no, it's not. What are you talking about? <laughs> I had people go, I mean, what do you mean it's showing? What, help, help me. <laughs> <laughs> ever kind of thinks it might be their dick for a second? So yeah. they just like glance down. It does sound like a little epidermis. <laughs> I epidermed her, dude. I told my mom to fucking... Hey, anyways, this is what I was trying to say, Kyle. Mm -hmm. We were laughing about how hilarious it would be that the Israelites, with no sign of Moses after a week, they make their own God and worship it, right? That's got to be a common thing that people mock, right? Um, If you mock the Bible. I would imagine. That one stands out to me as like top four so far. (laughs) It's like retarded things. What? Go ahead. Surprisingly not. They must. It breaks their own rules of their own book. It's not even like rules of nature around you where you can be like, well, that doesn't exist in the world I live in, you know, and then you can be like, well, maybe they were 2000 years ago and dumber so they couldn't figure it out. But those, they broke their own rules. What do you mean they broke their own? They just kind of ignored. Well, in the the rules of this bullshit book that we're reading, there's one God that's been forcing them to do all this shit at gunpoint, effectively. (laughs) Well, lightning point, really. Cloud point. Cloud point. (laughs) Watching him at cloud point, and then as soon as he's gone for a week, he's been torturing him for like what decades. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he's gone for a week, they're like, "Well, that didn't exist, right?" <laughs> no, it just shows. I mean, and not only did they they think, "Well, that doesn't exist anymore," they wanted to replace it with something else to torture him for a while. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really follow that. Like, did log- would logical people behave in this way? Would. Can you imagine a scenario where people would behave like that? Yeah, a bunch of like psychotic schizophrenics that bred for about a so, while. No, I put it. To, I put it to my mom. Mm-hmm. I said, "Mom, how hilarious is it that it doesn't take very long after Moses leaves for the Israelites to make their own?" And then she goes, "People who don't believe will never believe, and people who don't want to believe." So I was like, "Mom, what are you saying?" She's like, "What well, does that mean?" Well, she's like, "What the fuck does that mean?" She's like, "You." They did bully. No, listen to this. Okay, you have been exposed to many miracles in your life. I said, "No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a single miracle." How did this become about you? Because this is. This is my, let me finish. <laughs> this is bothering me already. Go I, ahead. Okay, no, it bothered me right away. She goes, um, "People who d- like, if you see a miracle, and you don't believe afterwards, that's because you don't have faith, right?" She's like, Caleb, you what? You grew up in church. What does that mean? You've seen miracles. I said, no, I haven't. She said, Heidi Baker's raising people from the dead. I'm like, that's a story that I've never seen. I was like, what's a miracle I've wait, seen? Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Hearsay. I need to hear that, please. I need to hear the story. 
Heidi, Heidi Who Baker. the fuck is Heidi okay. Baker? This is What do you mean she rose people from the dead? This is what she claims. Who is this person? Your mom's friend? Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. Also, like, uh, a prophet or we whatever? We haven't really talked about this all that much, but people in church, especially my church, the charismatic evangelical mm-hmm. weirdo church, yeah. they just trade stories. It's just a... It's just a echo chamber. This is a person miracles. that goes to the fucking church. No, no, no. This is a it person. says they can raise people no, from the dead. You can look her up. Heidi Baker. You can look her up. She's, okay. She's Googleable. She's a missionary in Africa. She has a giant organization. She okay. claims to raise people from the dead. She casts out demons. She heals people. She cures people of AIDS. She, all kinds of stuff. Well, they do a lot of that in Africa uh, to cure to yourself of AIDS. Stop it. <laughs> stop <laughs> it. What? Stop you fuck it. a virgin. <laughs> you rape a virgin. That's how you get rid of your AIDS. Everyone knows that. Yeah. That's not a miracle. That's, that's science. That gets taken to the that's extreme. Science. Like it's, that's disgusting. Whoever started that rumor is a fucking pervert. I know. They probably no, don't worse than a pervert. Like, that's like diabolical evil. Anyways, so... My no, but mom, it makes sense, though, because your dick's dirty, right? To get back... Your dick's dirty, and who has the cleanest pussy? <laughs> and you gotta wash your dirty <laughs> dick off. You're disgusting, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Kyle's burying his face in his hands. He can't, can't even... He can't barely even appreciate that he said that. No, no, no. So, what, my, my mom's point... It's just hilarious that that's actually probably what they think. You know, that is a it's rumor like, that goes around. It's so bad. No, it's, they do that shit all the time. <clears throat> it's like the really yes, poor, like does happen. Yes. War torn places. Yes. Yeah. It's it's bad. They also eat albinos. <laughs> That's for real. White people or them. albinos? Albino black people. <laughs> they eat albino black wiggers. People. <laughs> 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 I don't think <laughs> that's how you're supposed to use that. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> That's what I oh. thought wiggers were. <laughs> Holy fuck. Or maybe All we right. call them whiners. Oh, do- it doesn't matter. Okay, <laughs> so my mom's, we're talking about? Okay. my mom's point is that people who are skeptical find a reason not to believe. So it basically comes down to faith. So she says, like, you've seen, she's, this is what she said to me. She's to not my answering your question at all. No, no, no. I know. This is infuriating to me. Yeah. She goes, you've seen miracles and you still don't believe. And then she went and quoted, um, there's a verse about Jesus. There's like the, Jesus did a miracle and the Pharisees were like, ah, that wasn't a miracle. Kind of the same way, like. That happens in the Bible? Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. And she, and she quotes that to me. I'm like, mom, what you're saying isn't miracles. I'm like, hearing a story about Heidi Baker raising some from, that doesn't. That doesn't prove anything. Well, that's not seeing a miracle either. No, no, that's no. hearing exactly. a story of and a she's miracle. She's like, you've heard of lots. And then, like, my, my, didn't, didn't she say seen, though, at the beginning? Yes. Well, she would count, like, someone in my church had cancer and then she uh-huh. didn't have cancer. Miracle. Um, I mean, they, they count, like, it's a miracle of modern science. My brother broke his neck and was paralyzed um, for a couple months and slowly got mm-hmm. recovered. And when they first did it, the doctors like, "He's paralyzed. Like, it's it's he's paralyzed probably for life." Mm-hmm. And he got better. That's a my mom considers that a miracle. That's the most legitimate one that happens fairly frequently. But yeah. But well, it wasn't like he was paralyzed for ten years and and quadriplegic and then got out of bed. It was like he slowly recovered <laughs> over the course of months. Like wiggled his toe and the yeah. swelling went down around his spinal cord and like 
you could medically make a case that that's he got really lucky. Mm-hmm. Not a miracle, right? She's like, if you don't believe that Cheeto's a miracle, then you won't believe that anything's a miracle. Any what? And I'm like, so it's a tiny miracle compared to raising someone from the dead, right? And I'm like, how long was this person dead? Did they give him CPR? Was he dead for six days? Like you know, that kind of shit. Like who? Was it like was he overdosing on heroin? They shoved the needle into his it, chest. I mean, Pulp like, Fiction all style? that, all that kind of, all those kind of details you'd want to have. I want to hear the answer to the fucking question, though. That's the that's her answer. Is what do you mean? So people, so this is what I mean. So people who are skeptical, basically, people who don't but have the Jews faith, weren't sp- skeptical. They saw it all. They saw. I'm like, mom. They're not st- skeptical in the slightest. I'm. I'm infuriated because I'm trying to explain a point that I don't believe I feel like I'm arguing with you now. I know, and I'm on your (laughs) side here. I'm trying to tell you what she said. But I want to argue with you. (laughs) Tell her. (laughs) I know. That's what I said. I'm like, Mom, I didn't see the lake part in half. I didn't see a whole sea and walk across it and also get smoothed out and then also have... I'm not even asking that. I don't expect an answer for the miracle thing. I know what they're going to say most of the time. But what about the fact that they turned on God... Like a week. So that's what she's saying, <laughs> is that people who don't have faith... So faith what is... What do you mean they didn't have faith? They, they didn't have... believe in him. Yeah. Having faith it meaning is means believing in God exists without proof, right? No, having faith... Here's what faith is. Faith is a virtue of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I say. This is like another thing that I was like, when I lost my faith, I was like, so you want me to have faith, right? That's, a, that's a, one of the greatest virtues you can have is faith, is believing... With this, like, without evidence. Yeah. And then there's believing against evidence, which is not faith. That's just being fucking retarded. Right? There's be- there's belief without evidence, and there's believing against... In the face. In the face of... of overwhelming evidence. Contrary evidence. Yeah. So, but, like, faith is a virtue. Like, I'm like, so let me get this straight. God gave us rational minds that work with logic and reason and math makes sense and stuff like that, right? Abandon that. Believe... Anyways, that's one of the great, that's one of the, that's a quality of a real good Christian. Well, if you want to be able to believe the fucking book, then yeah, I guess that's the number one. So that's it. And she's like, well, you don't have any faith. I'm like, why is faith celebrated? Faith is ridiculous. Anyone with the, like. Is she saying the Jews didn't have faith too, though? I need to. That's what she's saying. 100%. They didn't have faith. She's saying, yeah, they didn't have faith. Why did they follow him into the desert? That's good. I mean, I'll ask her that again. That makes no sense. I want you to have to ask her because I hate asking her as a conduit, and then I have to argue with you, <laughs> uh, ba- like argue her points against you, and you're like, "You're an idiot." I'm like, "I'm yeah, not an idiot." Yeah, but My I can't. An idiot. I can't yell at your mom. <laughs> no. I can yell at you. Yeah, that's so this faith thing, and so that's basically what it came down to. And I was real mad, and then I told her to move a mountain, which is what I always say, because later it says, "If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, move a mountain." I said, "Pick up that mountain." And put it over there. If there's an earthquake right now, I still won't believe you. Because I want you to, because that could just happen. I want you to pick up that mountain and put it over there. Whatever's on that mountain can get squished and people can die for this miracle. And then I will believe you. That would be worth it. And then now, do you know what she told me today? What? She told me that there's documented evidence from Marco Polo of a mountain moving. I'm like, oh, mom, before they had satellites? Before they couldn't figure out how to use a map and all the maps were wrong? Like, we didn't get maps right till like... 50 years ago, maps changed. They're like, well, this map says it's here. This Marco Polo says one of the great explorers. <laughs> Fuck. The best part about uh, when they go back to stats and like facts from back in the day, it's always when people 
were confused 95% of the time <laughs> about everything in their life. Yeah. They don't know how any of it's getting there. They're happy it's there. And that's it. They're well, just confusion, mass confusion, and know, they're writing it you down. You know the cutting edge sci- science of Marco Polo, the greatest <laughs> cartographer of our time? Better than Google Maps, Mom? Really? And what happened to that guy that died who wouldn't yell Polo back to him? Then where? how did he find anything? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're going to get into the Bible here. Um, so we're at Exodus thirty four fifteen. Now I want you guys to know that if it sounds repetitive, it's because it is fucking repetitive. Okay, I I I got all confused today. So back in Exodus chapter twenty five, starts talking about the ark, the table, the lampstand, the tabernacle. Now we're at Exodus uh, thirty six. Guess what the units are? The tabernacle. The ark, the table, the lampstand, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering, a basin for washing. Is this like what to do after they're covered in blood? This is exact, almost verbatim of three chapters ago. They just say it again. Like God needed an extra like few thousand words to finish the book for his professor. So again, people think this stuff isn't important. How many things in the Bible were written identically twice? I don't think as many like as... Like, chapter-wise. At the beginning, a lot. At the beginning, a that lot. That is true. There's quite a bit. But later on, not so much. But from it's gotta Genesis be pretty fucking important to, like, writing it twice. numbers, yeah, they just write stuff over and over and over again. So, I don't know why it's in here twice. We're going to read The Radiant Face of Moses. I got a question. Is this, like, a different guy writing it? You know how they put a bunch of shit together? It's supposed to be Moses writing all of this. Oh, okay. But man, there's... A lot of prominent, even biblical scholars saying, no, more than one person wrote this, right? Hence why they... Because there's different writing styles, like the way they'd put like a noun and, uh, you know, verbs and stuff. Some people would... Like, they can notice that one that author... the dumbest way to explain that ever. I get what you mean. <laughs> you know what I was really that's, bad that's, at? What? I was really bad at remembering all the different names for gra- uh, the different uh, grammar. Yeah. So I would never Preposition, get the right. Preposition, conjunction, oh, nah, verb, adverb, no, nah. adjective. Barely know anyone. You know what one's really pissing me off these days? When people say things are on point, which is a dumb expression, but it still works. But now people have turned that into like a phrase like, oh, my God, that's so on point or very on point. You can't say something's so on point. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, drives me nuts. And I try to t- correct people, and they just go, you're not on point. And it's <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when, like, a uh, uh, saying gets watered down to the point where they don't mean it literally anymore. Yeah. Some people have to go, no, I literally mean that now. No. For it to come. Did you yeah. know that not even literally means literally? No, I d- did not know that. They changed it. Who, who changed it? The, the Webster Dictionary actually changed it. I thought my friend was trolling me. I looked it up. No, they didn't. Yeah. Literally can well, mean they, figuratively. I don't care. They don't get. So nothing means literally. They literally. They literally, they, they don't, they don't get to be, they don't get like a hundred percent conviction. What does that mean? Of what like is, what how, does that mean? how the English language is used and what it actually means. They don't, they're not the they, final, the, the, yeah, the, the, Webster's, the Webster's English dictionary. They're not the Bible. <laughs> they're you gotta, not, you they're not the final say. Okay. They make edits every year. They put like a, a single letter in because of fucking Scrabble. So, so. We're going to get into the Bible here. So we just read the last one was the New Stone Tablets. And then there was like 
few laws in there. I'll just read the last little bit. Do not offer blood sacrifice to anything containing yeast. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring the best of your first fruits. Do not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. Then the Lord said to Moses, write down these words, blah, blah, blah. And then, so this is called the radiant face of Moses. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hands, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. Why the hell are you going, Moses? What were you and the Lord doing up there? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what, I didn't wipe it all off? <laughs> Why the fuck are you going? Why does everyone say I'm glowing? <laughs> Maybe radiant just means he's full of cancer just all over his fucking face. I, I choose to believe that he's uh, actually like he's sparkling. Glowing, glowing like a pregnant woman? And glowing. You know, when you ask me what the glory of the Lord, glory is like lights coming out of it. I don't think I've ever, have I asked that? Yeah, you asked me that last week because I looked that up too. <laughs> What is the glory of the Lord? Uh, people don't really know. <laughs> glory is like... At least those are honest answers. Hey, we have no fucking idea. Well, they assume it's uh, manifestations of his power and righteousness. What is a manifestation of power? Lightning, Light. fire, you know, so glory of the Lord is could be, you know, there could be like a full-blown rock orchestra behind him with like fireworks and like nuclear explosions, you know, just like chicks yep. squirting like giant water fountains, like you name it. Grouse, that's pee. Everyone knows that. I mean, she's a squirter. <laughs> then A.A. Ron, or sorry, when A.A. Ron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant. They were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them. <laughs> See, it's what I said. So. <laughs> So Aaron and all the leaders of the community came back to him, and he spoke to them. Afterward, all the Israelites came near him. <laughs> cool story. Okay. What did he say? Don't, don't worry. Um, and he spoke to them. Afterwards, all the Israelites came near him, and he gave them all the commands the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. What do you think he said to him to calm down? Don't worry. It wipes right off. <laughs> it's in your hair, Moses. Does anyone have to- <laughs> It's cold water. <laughs> yeah, hot water cooks it like an egg. <laughs> when Moses finished speaking to them, he put a veil over his face. But whenever he entered the Lord's presence to speak with him, he removed the veil until he came out. <laughs> <laughs> and when he came out and told the Israelites what he had been commanded, they saw that his face was radiant. <laughs> Every time we go up there. You're so immature, Kyle. It's fucking hilarious. Then Moses would put the veil back over his face until he went to speak with the Lord. Sabbath regulations. Chapter 35. Moses assembled the whole Israelite community and said to them, These are the things that the Lord has commanded you to do. For six days work is to be done, but the seventh day shall be your holy day, a Sabbath of rest to the Lord. Whoever does work on it must be put to death because that seems like a reasonable punishment for working one day a week. Mm Mm-hmm. That's or, what I say. Or seven days a week. Also, those slaves. What happens if you command your slave to work <laughs> on the Sunday? I, that's a good question. Probably, Probably, I think beating your slave would be considered work. So he's he's off until the next day. If you command if your you just slave, commanded. What if you yelled at him from your throne? See, I want to know what constitutes work. Like when you're talking about how the the Jews have a special you phone to line. Eat? Are you like to cook? Oh, yeah. No, they cook everything on Saturday. Oh, okay. So no cooking. But you were saying they have a special like phone where they can pick up the phone and, and it just calls an operator. Yeah. But what about picking up the phone? Is picking up stuff 
work. I mean, realistically, nowadays you could probably go, hey, Google. Now you can, but <laughs> yeah. you couldn't do that any other time in history. Um, Shelby Does that put- count as work? What? And also, why isn't the act of talking business conversations with people, why isn't that work? Why is the pushing the buttons work? Like, I don't know. When did they decide that mechanical buttons were like the only work you could measure, you know? I mean, because it kind of feels like that. It's a bunch of gray area. Because all, all the appliance things, I used to look these up because they were hilarious. Yeah. It's just like the absence of buttons. So sometimes they would like put their hand in or whatever and it wouldn't. They wouldn't push a button down, but it would register that they like were in that general area. Yeah. So it's so just like, like physical buttons they don't push. That's it. Instead of like making a connection, you like yeah. remove a connection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, do not light a fire in any of your dwellings on the Sabbath day. So lighting a fire is work. Oh, so you got to freeze your ass off? I mean, I guess in the winter or keep it going from Saturday. Are you allowed to do that? I, I, I think you are. I don't think you're allowed to light one. But Can you keep to, adding wood to it? Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> yeah, can you, you add more wood? I believe that you can. See, I, I Only if you chopped it the day before. Dude, the hilarious thing is that people... Maybe you just can't have a bead of sweat. People that devote their lives to studying this. Like, can we add wood to it? Is God going to be mad? I get breaking it down if you don't literally believe it. That would be fun. Yeah. That's like, what, what did these people mean? That's kind of what we're doing. Yeah, we're scholars. <laughs> Materials for the tabernacle. So, I'm debating reading this all over again. What do you mean debating it? We're I'm, reading it. Okay. Dude, it's literally it the same. It can't be. Materials for the ta- tabernacle. So, Moses said to the whole Israelite community, This is what the Lord has commanded. From what you have, take an offering for the Lord. Everyone who is willing to bring to the Lord an offering of gold, silver, and bronze, blue and purple and scarlet yarn and fine linen, goat hair, ram skins, dyed red, and so hides of sea acacia wood, olive oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and fragrant incense, and onyx stones and other gems are to be mounted on the ephod and breastpiece. So is there a different timeline? Did he go back up on the mountain again, get his face all fucked up, and then come back down and then describe it again? I think Or is it like... The same time as before. I think he's doing it again because I think he went up there and broke the tablets and then yeah. God made him write it out again. Like Bart on the, the chalkboard. Yeah, I guess. But that was a while ago. I mean, they already... it's a while ago to us. Who, who knows how much time has passed? True. So it's they, still they just... Moses's lifetime. It could be a year, could be a month. So they started like they weren't building it right. So he's like, okay, I'm going to tell you one more time. No, it doesn't even say anything about them building it. It just now he's saying it all again. All who are skilled. Wait, so they didn't build any of the stuff. They did, right? They built a hang bunch on, of stuff. Hang on, hang on. Let's see the tent of meeting. Well, you know, Moses went into a tent of meeting. So yeah, yeah, that they had built to have it. Been built and. I don't know, because Moses inspects this afterwards. but So they build it. Yeah. All who are skilled among you are to come and make everything the Lord commanded, the tabernacle with its tent, its covering, its clasps, frames, crossbars, posts, and bases, the ark with its poles and the atonement cover with its curtain that shields it, the table with its poles and all its articles at the bread of the presence, the lampstand that is for light with its accessories, lamps, and oil for the light, the altar of incense with its poles, the anointing oil, fragrant incense, the curtain for the doorway at the entrance of the tabernacle, uh, the altar of burnt offering with its bronze grating, its poles and all of its utensils. This the is fucking with me so much because my memory's not good, so I can't tell if it's similar. 
It's similar. Or exactly. That's I don't think same. it's the same. Yeah, okay. That's not the same. The tent pegs for the tabernacle and for the courtyard and their ropes. The well, w- if he fucking wrote it down once, why didn't he just read but to them again the same it's, thing? I mean, it's very annoying. But they have all the same headlines. Like, all the same, like, you see here, they have little, like, Oh yeah, Bezaleel and Oldahab tabernacle, but then it goes right through the tabernacle, the ark, the table. But they're doing it different this time. Nearly the same, man. I mean, God tweaked it. I know we said our thing is we're gonna read every word, but we should. It's fucking. No. I I read it. It's the same. <laughs> it's so. I mean, we're wasting time. <laughs> read. I get to sit here and not have to read this. I'm this just going to zone out. This is this is. I don't give a fuck. So read it. Stubborn. <laughs> um, the woven so the ropes, the woven garments worn for ministering, both sacred garment for Aaron and the priests, and garments for his sons when they serve as priests. Then the whole Israelite community withdrew from Moses' presence, and everyone who was willing and whose heart moved him came and brought an offering to the Lord, for the work on the tent of meeting and for all its service and for all the sacred garments. Oh, so, so they built another tent of meeting, or just that's from before? It doesn't sound like they're building more stuff. Yeah, and it's like, all right, guys, everyone's got, we're taking an offering, and from the offering, this is how we're going to build it. So all the men who were willing, all who were willing, men and women alike, came and brought gold jewelry of all kinds, brooches, earrings, rings, and ornaments. Well, what was the first one? Brooches. Did they say that before? Nope. Isn't it brooch? It says brooch. What the hell's a brooch? Maybe it's a brooch. It's spelt B-R-O-O. Oh. Okay, brooch. Brooch it is. I think brooch is singular and brooch is... I don't know. <laughs> brooch is plural. May, I, I, it's quite possible, if not probable, then I'm an idiot. <laughs> they are all presented their gold as a wave offering. Remember a wave offering? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who had blue, purple, or scarlet yarn, or fine linen, or goat hair, rams, skins dyed red, or hides of sea cows, brought them. Those who those presenting wave out offering sounds just as gay as the colors they chose. Those presenting an offering of silver or bronze brought it in an offering, brought it as an offering to the Lord. And everyone who had acacia wood, for any part of the work, brought it. Every skilled woman spun with her hands and brought what she had spun: blue, purple, or scarlet yarn, or fine linen. And all women who were willing had the skill and had the skill spun the goat hair. Uh, the leaders brought on- onyx stones and other gems to be mounted on the ephod and breastpiece. They also brought spices and olive oil for the light and the anointing oil and the fragrant incense. All the Israelite men and women who were willing. I'm just trying to figure out what's different. I'm trying to pinpoint it. If you know something that's different, tell me. Okay. I'm trying to figure well, it out. Well, that is a quick summary. Yeah. Of it's, that's called materials of the tabernacle. That's different. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, I'm, I'm trying to tr- most like the specific things. Oh, did they add different rocks to the breastplate this time? You know. Okay. Well, this th- this now has the same heading as before. Because Bez- Bez- uh, in my mind, this is like someone else writing a similar, and I'm trying to think of where they fucking wrote different. That shit. was new. That was new, but re- like redundant. Yeah. This has the same heading as before. Bezalel and Oholiab, Jesus Christ, Bezalel and Oholiab. Then Moses said to the Israelites, see, the Lord has chosen Bezalel of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and has filled him with the spirit of God, with skill, ability, and knowledge in all kinds of crafts to make these artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze. This has got to be the exact same. 
this has got to be the exact same. Then Moses, I'm going back now at chapter 31. Then Moses said, then the Lord said to Moses, see, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the spirit of God with skill. So they added spirit of God with skill, (laughs) ability, and knowledge in all kinds of crafts to make artistic designs. It's word for word, almost the same. We're not reading. How long does it go on for? One, two, okay, three, how about this? four pages. Okay, just read the first paragraph of each new section, and we'll compare it to the old one. Because I want to see how identical it is, and if it's different, we're reading more. Okay, <laughs> um, wait. I'm going to continue reading from where I was. Because um, he was uh, to cut and set stones, to work in wood and engage in all kinds of... Maybe this is how God tricks you, and he sneaks in the good stuff, you know? Yeah, and he has given them both. Um, so you, you'd be like, "Oh, I read this already," and then you skip it, and that's where that's where the secret to where like the chalice is or whatever. Oh, I mean the fucking <laughs> Ark of the Covenant. There we go. So to uh, engage in all kinds of craftsmanships, and he has given both him and Oholiab, son of Ahazmak, of the tribe of Dan, the ability to teach others. And he has filled them with skill to do all kinds of work as oh, craftsmen, wow. designers, embroiderers in blue and purple and scarlet yarn and fine linen and weavers, all of them master craftsmen and designers. So Bezalel and Oholiab and every skilled person to whom the Lord has given the ability to know how to carry out all the work of constructing the sanctuary or to do the work just as the Lord commanded. I mean, they so I'm, I can't skip ahead. We have to read it. I keep wanting to <laughs> skip, but then I feel like we have to read it. I feel it. like we do too. We're just going to, we're going to, we have not very many listeners and this is the end of the podcast. I feel like this is, this we is have, about how we far. We have a lot of listeners and read it. I feel like this is. They how can fa- skip it if they want to. We'll give you a warning right now. Yeah. We're going to read the exact same fucking thing pretty much. <laughs> if you want to listen in and hear how close and exactly stupid it is, you can. Or you can skip it. Because it's probably going to last at the end of the podcast. And in fact, if there is more, we'll you go won't. we'll go longer to get the shit out of the way for next time. Yeah, that's a good point. Also, um, I feel like this is where most people who give it a good, like, I'm going to read the Bible, give the fuck up. We can't give up. They're like, yeah, I know. So we're going to have... We're going to have uh, endurance. We're going to have... We're going to long distance run this boring yeah, piece of shit. We're going to you know? do it. But, man, when you're I'm, reading I'm this take some and drugs, you're like, get this my is red all blood the shit count. I just fucking read. <laughs> That's <sighs> why I think there's going to be some gold in here, you know? When Then Moses uh, summoned them, blah, blah, blah. They received from Moses all the offerings the Israelites had brought to carry out the work of construction the sanctuary. And the people continue to bring free will off free will offerings. Really? <laughs> it doesn't sound free. It sounds pretty forced. If you work on Sunday, we're putting you to death. <laughs> By the way, we're going to need all your jewelry. All right. I'll just bring it. You know what? I just had this great idea. I want to <laughs> give away all my jewelry. Yeah. Does anyone want it? Oh, perfect. <laughs> the tent right there. Free will offerings morning after morning. So all the skilled craftsmen. Dude, morning after morning. Who's like. So you give some. And I guess they just need more, so you give more and more of your stuff as they need it. So you're just, oh, you're rationing it so they don't get what? mad at you, so you're giving them one piece of gold? I thought it said all your gold. It said, no, that's what God likes, and so people brought it. But it says, then later it says morning after morning. So they were so bringing every this morning they give new... How much stuff do these people and the have? People, and the people continue to bring free will offerings morning after morning. So all the skilled craftsmen... 
who were doing all the work on the sanctuary, left their work and said to Moses, the people are bringing more than enough for doing the work the Lord commanded to be done. Oh. Then Moses gave an order. This is new. Then Moses gave an order, and they sent this word throughout the camp. No man or woman is to make anything else as an offering for the sanctuary. And so the people were restrained from bringing more, because what they had already had was more than enough to do the work. Cool story, oh, bro. Wow. So they're like, oh, we got enough now. We're not greedy. I guess that's what they're trying to say. Cause it's so generous. We force the people to give us their stuff, and then one person went, we have enough. We have more than we need. That's supposed to be good, right? The tabernacle. It's going to be show how like they're not greedy or something. All the skilled men among the workmen made the tabernacle with ten curtains of finely twisted linen and blue and purple and scarlet yarn with cherubim. Oh, my God. You just so don't give a fuck, you know? <laughs> worked, not at all. Worked into them by skilled craftsmen. All the curtains were the same size, 28 mm-hmm. cubits long and four cubits wide. They joined five curtains together and did the same with the other five. Then they made. No loops. one must have ever had furniture back then. You know, <laughs> this must have been like the first furniture ever made. That's like people were so blown away they had to write about it. Uh, that's uh, forty-two feet or twelve point five meters. Did you know you can take all that fucking yarn we've been collecting and make curtains? <laughs> Did anyone fucking know this? It's so funny. I mean, I d- we anyone know all that wood <laughs> we have laying around. I guess they have chariots and stuff already. Why didn't they tell us how I to build know. the ark with this much detail? No, no fucking kidding. Like it could fit every animal in the world on it. The one-windowed ark. <laughs> Describe then, how big that fucking window was, maybe. <laughs> Give me a cubit. How many cubits? How many cubits wide was it? Then they made loops of blue material on no the shit. of the curtain. No measurements like, for the ark. <laughs> but unlimited amounts for... They what gave is us this some right measurements. We know, we know it's... Uh, uh, we knew the length and width, and we know that it's not even close to the size of the Titanic, and it fit all that stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was like the biggest numbers they could think of back then? Yeah. They're like, <laughs> this is too big to be believable, even. <laughs> no shit. Eventually, <laughs> humanity is like, eh, not impressive. That would have been huge. That would have probably mm-hmm. been way bigger than any, like, what's the biggest craft, like, wooden ship ever made? I don't know. Then they also made 50 loops on the curtain and 50 loops on the other end of the curtain. The Vikings probably had the other set with loops opposite each other. Then they made 50 gold clasps and used them to fasten the two sets of curtains together so that the tabernacle was a unit. Then they made curtains of goat hair for the tent over the tabernacle, 11 altogether. All 11 curtains were the same size, 30 cubits long and four cubits wide. They joined mm-hmm. five of the curtains into one set and the oh, other smart. six into mm-hmm. another set. Smart, too. Then they made 50 loops along the edge of the curtain. That's how you join shit, set. you know? God, they nailed and it. And also along the edge of the... End, Have you tried to join curtains on a rod without loops? <laughs> what are you, fucking retarded? <laughs> Everyone's just hanging curtains, draping them over. That's like twice as much curtain. They don't have safety Put some, put some loops out there. <laughs> fucking morons. <laughs> Have to write this shit down for you? Then they made 50 bronze clasps to fatten, well, fasten the tent together as a unit. Mm-hmm. Could then just they use the loops again. <laughs> for the tent covering of ramskins dyed red. Over that, covering the hides of sea cows. Okay. So <laughs> like a seal or something? And the notes say that is dugongs. Look up what a dugong is on your computer. Or well, a sea cow. I can't cow. spin it around to show you. But no, I'll, but I'll just it read it to oh, me. Okay. 
Then they made upright frames of acacia wood for the tabernacle. Each frame was 10 cubits long and a cubit and a half wide with two projections set parallel to each other. They made all the frames of the tabernacle in this way. They made 20 frames for the south side of the tabernacle and made 40 silver bases to go under them. Two bases for the each dugong frame. dugong is a medium-sized mammal. Marine mammal, one of four living species of the order Sirenia. Does it look like a seal? Looks exactly like a big fucking fat cow with. <laughs> <laughs> is it? It's a sea mammal. Yeah, looks like. I know it's so fat. <laughs> is it like a walrus? Kind of without the tusks. Like a manatee. Yeah, looks like a manatee. Is it a manatee? With different faces though, different face, like Down syndrome manatee. <laughs> <laughs> it's really smooth. It's got little beady eyes. Okay, so that's what God wants his house made out of. I don't know. There's probably. They're, that's like a lot. How were they getting those in the desert? Oh, yeah. Maybe they carried it with them the whole time. Did you think when they crossed the sea, they just like ste- speared some through the wall of Got wind? Got them all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Probably. I don't know anymore. I'm so. This is how they get you. They bore you. If people like wanted to come like get me to sign up for Scientology in about five minutes, I'd probably do it. They made six frames at the far end. That is the west end. Dude, we got to skip this. No, nope. <laughs> just read it. Just read it fast. <laughs> can't take it. I'm exactly doing it to it <laughs> twice. And two frames were made for the corners of the tabernacle. <laughs> two times. I was tripping. I was like, we read all this shit. We must be in Leviticus. <laughs> Let's just keep, keep going. At the two corners of the frames were double up from the bottom all the way to the top and fitted into a single ring. Both were made alike. So there were eight frames and 16 silver bases, two under each frame. They also made crossbars of acacia wood, five of the frames on one side of the tabernacle, five for those on the other side, and five for the frames on the west at the far end of the tabernacle. They made the center crossbar so it extended. Could you build this? Like, if I was reading this to you, could you build this? Uh, no, because I can't remember since the past two words. No, no, Because no. I can't concentrate. Do you think that you could actually build this from... These instructions. I think you'd have to take some uh, generous. Uh, well, what's the word I'm looking for? You'd have to take your own, make your own decisions to like how that shit should shit should line up. You know? Yeah. Some artistic license is what I was trying to think of. You'd you like you'd be like, okay, that has to be exact because they gave it to me, but it doesn't say how at what angle to join the shit at, and there's like five curtains here and six there. Doesn't really add up, but then it just says throw manatees on it at one point. (laughs) So how many of those? You know, I think you have to have some artistic license. I'm kind of picturing like teepees, to be honest. They all sound like teepees to me. Um, it's like a big box. It's pretty. uh, It's pretty. uh, What do you call it? When something duplicates itself. Whatever. So there were frames. Eight frames. Dumber. (laughs) So there were eight frames. uh, Okay. Made the center crossbar. They overlaid the frames with gold and made gold rings to hold the crossbars. They also overlaid the crossbars with gold. Then they made the curtain of blue and purple and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen. I'm sorry, everybody. With cherubim worked into it and by a skilled craftsman. And they made four posts of acacia wood for it and overlaid them with gold. They made gold hooks for them and cast their four silver bases. For the entrance of the tent, or for the entrance to the tent, they made a curtain of blue and purple and scarlet yarn and finely twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer. <laughs> and they oh, that's fancier <laughs> than usual. No, they did that before. Embroiderer? Yeah, they said, but the work of an embroiderer, because we made fun of that. Like, oh yeah, don't get some jackass that's like <laughs> a right. blacksmith to do it. 
Can't even. So the problem is. I can't re- redo the jokes. Okay, let's go. We're, good. <laughs> We're doing it though. We got to say we write every fucking word. <sighs> We're doing well. We're doing well. This is a test of pain and endurance. <laughs> this the, is what the Bible describes. This is what the Bible beaters. The ark. Bezalel made the ark of acacia wood, two and a half cubits long and a cubit and a half wide and a cubit and a half high. He overlaid it with pure gold, both <laughs> inside and out, and made a gold molding around it. Cast four gold rings for it and fastened them to its four feet with two rings on one side and two rings on the other. Then he made poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. Good. Now we're speed running. And Here we go. he inserted the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark to carry it. He made an atonement cover of pure gold, two and a half cubits long and a cubit and a half wide. Mm-hmm. Then he right. hammered two cherubim out of hammered gold at the ends of the cover. Then he made one cherub on one end and the second cherub on the other. And at the two ends, he made... Like how they evened it out, symmetrical, yeah. At uh, Symmetrical was the word I was looking for before. Oh, okay. At two ends, he made them one piece with the cover. The cherubim had their wings spread upward, overshadowing the cover of them. The cherubim faced each other, looking toward the cover. The table. They made a table of acacia wood, two cubits long and a cubit wide and a cubit and a half high. Then they overlaid it with pure gold and made a gold molding around it. They also made around it with a rim of a hand. They also made around it a rim a hand's breadth wide and put a gold molding on the rim. Who gives a fuck? Sounds like Donald Trump's apartment. They cast four rings for the table and fastened them to the four corners where the four legs were. The rings were put close to the rim to hold the poles used for carrying the table. The poles for carrying the table were made of acacia wood. They were overlaid with gold. And they made from pure gold the articles of the table with its plates and dishes and bowls and pitchers pouring out for drink offering. The lampstand. (laughs) They made the lampstand of pure (laughs) gold and hammered it out. Basin shaft, its flower cups, its buds, blossoms were one piece with it. Six branches extended from one of the sides of the lampstand. Three on one side and three on the other. Three cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms were on branch. Three on the next branch and all the same for six branches. Extending lampstand on lampstand. Cups, bud, branches, pear, butchered, six pants, <laughs> hammered, pure gold. They were seven lamps, wicks, trimmers, and all the accessories, <laughs> pure gold. Altar incense. They made altar incense. Cation wood overlap. Rings around it. Gold molding on top of it. They made incense out of different oils and all kinds of spices. Red, yellow, purple, garlic, wine. They also made sacred anointing oil, work of a perfumer. They all were a burnt offering. They built an offer of burnt offerings. Acacia wood, five cubits long, cubit and a half high, corns in each corner. On the corns, they put blood in all the corns. Bronze <laughs> as possible, sprinkled meat, fire pans, grating altar, holding corners, acacia wood, pulls through it for carrying around the four corners, made a hollow out of boards. Basin for washing. They made a bronze basin. Bronze from the stand to enter <laughs> tents meeting. Courtyard. This is making Caleb drunk around the second. Uh, I'm reading every word I don't here, read Kyle. It. I don't. Courtyard. I'm I'm not skipping anything. I'm speed reading this. My mouth just isn't catching up. You're killing it. The, the courtyard. Next, they made the courtyard. You don't make a courtyard. You just put a fence around it. I guess then they made it. They're in the desert. They they made a courtyard. South side was 100 cubits long and had curtains of finely twisted linen with posts, bronze spaces, and silver hooks, bands of the posts. No side is 100 cubits long. Hey, Calf, can the I West tell end, if I'm getting lightheaded because I haven't eaten in a while? Or this is from listening to so fucking boring. Yeah. The West End towards the sunrise, 50 cubits, cubits, some cubits. They had cubits along all sides, spaced <laughs> by cubits, finely twisted bronze base cubits. Silver hands and cubits, curtain on the cubit entrance, it's cubit five cubits high and two cubits long, 
and as my dick is round. The materials used. The amounts of materials used for the tabernacle. Okay, this is new shit. No, we just read this before. No, we re- <laughs> just go. These are the amounts of materials used for the tabernacle. We read every goddamn word of this Bible. And let no one tell you otherwise. They were recorded by Moses, commanded by the Levites under the direction of Ithamar, son of a- Aaron the priest. Bezalel, this is in brackets. Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur of the tribe of Judah, made everything the Lord commanded Moses. One guy. And Ohlihab, son of Isamark of the tribe of Dan, a craftsman and designer and embroiderer in blue and purple and scarlet yarn and fine linen. Does an embroiderer need to know the colors of the linen? Didn't you just say he was an embroiderer of linen? Did he only work with those colors? Yep. Kyle's not even paying attention anymore. He has no, no opinions. Not, I don't know what you're talking about. The total amount of gold from the wave offering used for all the work on the sanctuary was 29 talents and 730 shekels. That is, the weight of gold was one metric ton. Oh, my God. Seems reasonable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they carried that with them in the desert the whole time, eh? Just jewelry I somewhere, on their body? I heard somewhere that there's only enough gold that we know about on the planet. Olympic-sized swimming pool? Yeah. Yeah, who knows if that's true? I can Google it, actually. What how else much am is, I going to do? How much is a metric ton of gold worth? How much gold have we discovered on this planet? How many metric tons? Because that feels like this feels like if it's like a hundred metric tons, that's one percent of all the gold in the world. How much gold is there in the world? Two point three seven <laughs> Olympic sized swimming pools. That's what I got how so much, far. Wait, I'm gonna find how many metric tons. Just keep reading. The silver obtained from the community was counted in the census. A hundred talents and a one thousand seven hundred and seventy-five shekels. That is uh, three and three-quarter metric, or no, sorry, three point four metric tons. Almost three and a half metric tons of silver. I like when people say metric ton, like a metric fuck ton. To the sanctuary. Yeah, but aren't imperial tons and metric tons actually different? Yeah, they are. Yeah, okay. But I like saying metric, metric ton. fuck ton because we're Canada, <laughs> bitch. That's why. Yeah. Um, according to the sanctuary shekel, one becca per person. What the fuck is a becca? A becca is uh, 5.5 grams. So one becca <laughs> per person, according to the sanctuary shekel. So one becca per person, 5.5 grams. Okay. Total above ground stocks of gold. A hundred and ninety thousand tons. Okay, so way more. (laughs) I think so. Okay, but here's another thing that we can do the math on. It says, um, according to the sanctuary shekel, one becca per person, that is half a shekel, from everyone who had crossed over to those counted 20 years or more, a total of 603,550 men. Just read the fucking thing. I want to know how you can keep 600,000 people alive in a desert for 40 years. Like, I don't think the Mongols had that many. Like, they were, like, pillaging cities and killing people. Yeah, you're not really roaming. You're not really, uh... I wonder if that number is believable from, like, a historian's thing. I'd be curious. 600,000, because to get... That seems unbelievable. Way, way unbelievable to me. Yeah, ancient armies, like... Is that what it just said? I missed that. Yeah, there was a... a 600,000 people. 603,550 men. I don't know if that counts everybody as men, 
or okay, like mankind type thing. Yeah, okay. but it says Let's men. Just assume it does. So it's anywhere from six hundred thousand to one point two million. And it, okay, and if, yeah, one point two million. If there's women there, I, I don't think that number is very believable from a historical, like from a historian standpoint. Yeah, no, it's not. When they're talking, are about you kidding me? The Persians bringing a million people in. Not one historian believes that. Not no historians believe those no. numbers. No, so that's it's impossible. Um, holy shit, that was so I'm, that was so boring. I'm is like bad it? at myself. No, it's more. Oh, fuck me. Um, the 100 talents of silver were used to cast the bases for the sanctuary and for the curtain. 100 bases for the 100 talents. 100 t- one talent for each base. They used the 1,775 shekels to make the hooks for the posts and to overlay the tops of the posts and to make their bands. The bronze from the wave offering was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. That Do you want to know how much that is? Yep, that is. always. Two and a half or 2.4 metric tons. Um, they use it to make the bases for the entrance of the tents of meeting, the bronze altar with its bronze grating and LH utensils, the bases for the surrounding courtyard, and those for its entrance, and all the tent pegs for the tabernacle and those surrounding the courtyard. The priestly garments. From the blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, they made woven garments for ministering in the sanctuary. They made... They also made garments for Aaron, as the Lord commanded. The ephod. They made an ephod of gold and blue and purple and scarlet yarn and a finely twisted linen. They hammered out thin sheets of gold and cut strands to be worked in blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine linen. The work of a skilled craftsman. They made shoulder pieces for the ephod, which were attached to two of the corners so it could be fast and skillfully. It's woven, woven. Blinds, blue, purple, scarlet yarn, monument onyx, engraved names, fastened shoulder pieces, Lord commanded Moses. They fastened the breastplate. They made it of gold, blue, uh, same as the ephod, span long, precious stones, ruby, topaz, barrel, second row, turquoise, sapphire, emerald, in the third row, jacinth, agiate, amethyst, in the fourth row, chrysolite, onyx, jasper. They were mounted on filigree settings. Breast please, braided chains like rope, corners fastened around ends, made two gold rings attached to them, attached to the waistband, tied rings of breast piece on the ephod. The Lord commanded Moses, other priestly garments. That was a page and a half right there, a gibberish. Nice. Cute <laughs> <laughs> going. Kyle's face. I'm not reading everything. I skipped over. Did you? Yeah, like a whole page. I'm just, I'm, my eyes are going from the top to the bottom of the page and I'm reading <clears throat> every word I can, like, just. Oh, to- fuck. This is so bad. <laughs> I can't take it. I keep on zoning out and I'm trying to pay attention. Well, that I'm I if you're actually trying to pay attention, I there's no way that could have possibly made sense. I'm just reading like a word per sentence and I'm just scanning down the page. They made the road of ephah entirely blue cloth work of a weaver. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Opening the center, band around pomegranate, blue, purple, scarlet, finely twisted bells of pomegranates and alternated around ministering. A- Aaron and his sons, tunics, work of a weaver, turban, <gasps> headband, sash, commanded Moses. They made diadem. Oh, wait. They, this is actually maybe important. They made the plate, the sacred diadem, out of pure gold and engraved on it like an inscription on a seal. Holy to the Lord. So there you go, Kyle. If you write holy to the Lord, mm-hmm. it becomes holy. So you can take, I don't know, a discarded corpse of my, a rat. My victims? Yeah, right, holy to the Lord, and awesome. thus it becomes. And then what happens? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they fasten to a blue cord to attach the turban as the Lord commanded Moses. Moses inspects the tabernacle. To a turban? 
Yep. They wore turbans? Yep. Is that the first time they said that? Nope. They said it before. Hmm. What's a turban for? Is it religious or like yeah. to protect you? Yeah, it is. It's a special hat. The Jews wear t- why do God. why do Jews wear like the little uh caps? Little tiny hats on the back of their head there. I'm pretty sure the actual law says don't go out with your head not covered. Now And the Jews, how sneaky they are, they were like, That's close enough. Yeah, exactly. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. That seems like a lot of like they're like, We'll just put a little cap on the top. That's what I heard. That's the reason I heard of why or a reason similar to that, at least, of why all the women are bald and have wigs is because when they go out, their head's covered, and then when they come back home, they take their wigs off, and they're like, their husband's whatever. Season. So they shave their heads? Yeah. Hasidic, like Jews. Weird. They, yeah, they wear wigs, so they're covered all the time. A little hair hat, you know? But all the, none of the dudes, I guess the du- Hasidic dudes do that, too. They cover their head completely. They don't wear the little ones. Though they wear little caps. The Hasidic ones? I think they wear big hats. Oh, yeah. With the, the Hasidic Jews with the, the curlies. The brim. Yeah. Uh, Moses inspects the tabernacle. <laughs> All the other Jews that are using a phone without touching the buttons are like, ah, small hat's good do, enough. You do know? you realize that it's just me and you now in this room and on mm-hmm. this podcast? We can say anything we nice. want. Yeah, no one will ever hear it. <laughs> Everyone's left. N-word, now. N-word. Nigger, nigger. <laughs> okay. Don't say, don't hide behind the first letter like a faggot. I was joking. I thought we were just going to like make it a bit, not just, not just <laughs> do it. I was leading up to it. Caleb. Cheeks, niggers, and spicks. <laughs> okay. So all the work at the tabernacle, then to tent to meeting, just in case maybe like I was listening to um, the best podcast. Maybe someone fell asleep during this and you woke up and this is the part you're at, you know? Nicks, chiggers, <laughs> niggers, chiggers, and spicks. <laughs> I can't even swear anymore. I was listening to BBC today, or CBC, CBC, and they had the best podcast. They have like a podcast review show. And they yeah. played clips. The Bible beaters on there? No, it wasn't. Fucking bullshit. I know. Exactly that. And I was like, I was thinking about how terrible the podcasts that they had on there were. And uh, they had like these NPR shows and there was like, Ugh. it was like this fucking weird named, like probably terrorist person who says they're a comedian and no one can pronounce their names. And they talked about their names for like 30 minutes. I was like, we read names weirder than that every time. <laughs> but then I said, I also say Choiner and Kyle's always talking about his dick. So I don't know if he'd ever make it on there. Probably not. So all the work on the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, was completed. The Israelites did everything just as the Lord commanded Moses. Then they brought the tabernacle to Moses, the tent and all its furnishings, its clasps, frames, crossbars, posts. Yeah, all the the stuff. (laughs) They brought all the stuff to him. The covering of ramskins dyed red. The covering of hides of sea cows and the shielding curtain. The Ark of the Testimony with its poles and the atonement cover, the table with its articles and the bread of the presence, and the pure gold lampstand with its row of lamps and all its accessories, and the oil for light. Is my nose bleeding? The gold (laughs) altar, the anointing oil, the fragrant incense, and the curtain for the entrance to the tent, the bronze altar with its bronze grating, its poles and all its utensils, the basin with its stand, the curtains for the courtyard, with its posts and bases and the curtain for the entrance to the courtyard with its ropes and tent pegs for the courtyard. All the furnishings for the tabernacle, the tents of meeting, and the woven garments worn for ministering in the sanctuary, both sacred garments for Aaron the priest and the garments for his sons when serving as priests. The Israelites had done all the work just as the Lord commanded Moses. Moses inspected the work and saw that they had done it just as... How long did that take? Just as the Lord commanded... So Moses blessed them. 
Okay, we're almost done the chapter of Exodus. We got a page so to he go. Ble- so he thanked them, essentially. He blessed That's them. That's a blessing is at that point. Uh, yeah. Like when you sneeze. Oh, you built stuff for 100 years? Couldn't have taken 100 Bless years. You. This was done in Moses' lifetime. How old is he? I don't know. Isn't he like a 1,000? No. I thought people that's who you said about him. No, people were living that long before. Now they're starting to get... I think he's like 120, they, the, biblically. It mm-hmm. says later. Um, setting up the tabernacle. Then the Lord said to Moses, set up the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, on the first day of the first month. Place the ark of the testimony in it and shield the ark with a curtain. Bring the table and set out what belongs on it. Then bring in the lampstand and set up its lamps. Place the gold altar of incense in front of the ark of the testimony and put the curtain... At the entrance to the tabernacle, place the altar of burnt offering in front of the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of meeting. Place the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it. Set up the courtyard around it and put the curtain at the entrance of the courtyard. Take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and everything in it. Consecrate it and all its furnishings and it will be holy. Then anoint the altar of burnt offering and all its utensils. Consecrate the altar. And it will be most holy. Anoint the basin and its stand and consecrate them. Bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Then dress Aaron in the sacred garments, anoint anoint him and consecrate him so he may serve me as priest. Bring his sons and dress them in tunics. Anoint them just as you anointed their father so they may serve me as priests. Their anointing will be to a priesthood that will continue for all generations to come. Moses did everything just as the Lord commanded him. So the tabernacle was set up on the first day of the first month in the second year. I just want to be like Moses did all of them except for one thing. (laughs) And God was furious. (laughs) (laughs) I really snapped. I just, I didn't listen to five minutes. (laughs) I don't think anybody did. We have to, we have to. I'm going to start. I mean, we got to what? I want to skip shit like this. We can't. We my said da- right like, from the beginning. That's like what my dad said two weeks ago. I was like, yeah, we're reading it because that's the premise of our podcast. He's like, you're going to read that shit? <laughs> yeah, we got to read that shit. So the tabernacle. Dude, what we're telling people is the podcast is going to be boring. No, it'll be boring for about 20 minutes every 20 episodes. We got <clears throat> Leviticus in numbers are quite brutal. There's good stuff in there, but Dude, there's a lot of measurements. We're good. We're good. He took the testimony, placed it in the ark, attached the poles. But right after that, we get to like. Stop, just read the fucking thing. But we get to like so much good shit. Like, okay, yeah. You get to like Judges, mm-hmm. Joshua. And that's your reward. And this is your penance. This is going to be months. <laughs> okay, we'll figure it out. Okay. Took the testimony, placed it in the ark, attached it to the poles of the ark, and put the atonement <laughs> cover on it. And he brought the ark to the tabernacle and hung the shielding curtain. Shield the ark of the testimony as the Lord commanded him. Moses placed the table in the tent of meeting on the north side of the tabernacle outside the curtain and set out the bread on it, the Lord, <laughs> as the Lord commanded him. He placed the lampstand in the tent of slow. meeting opposite, opposite the table on the south side of the tabernacle. Like a horse. And he set up the lamps before the Lord as the Lord commanded him. Moses placed the gold altar in the tent of meeting in front of the curtain and burned fragrant incense on it as the Lord commanded him. Then he put up the curtain at the entrance of the tabernacle. He set the altar of burnt offering near the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, and offered on it burnt offerings and grain offerings as the Lord commanded him. 
He placed the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it for washing. And Moses and Aaron and his sons used it to wash their hands and feet. They washed whenever they entered the tent of meeting or approached the altar as the Lord commanded Moses. Then Moses set up the courtyard around the tabernacle and altar and put up the curtain at the entrance to the courtyard. And so Moses, Moses finished the work and Caleb finished the reading. Holy fuck. To yes. the glory of God. <laughs> then the cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. <laughs> oh, no. What is the glory of the Lord? Uh, come or light? I can't remember. <laughs> Moses could not enter the tent of meeting because the cloud had settled upon it. Oh, there's a cloud. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. In all the travels of the Israelites, whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, they would set out. But if the cloud did not what do you lift. Mean set out? They, so in all the travels. They're carrying this, all this shit they built with them? Yeah. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. It's the tent. Out of a ton of gold. They're carrying a ton of gold. Yes. As buildings, though. Not even an no, individual no, jewelry no, no, now. No. That all comes apart with clasps and hooks. And yeah, I know. So they take it down. They move it. They set it up. They take it down. They move it. Set it up. No. Dude, this is what no, it says. No, don't. Yes, it does. Don't believe it. In all the travels of the Israelites. You know heavy gold is? Whenever they held like a little bit of gold and went, wow, that's way heavier than it looks. I mean, I know it's so a, even it's back a ton then, of... it's just fucking jacked. <laughs> In all the travels of the Israelites, whenever the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, they would set out. But the cloud did not lift. They did not set out until the day it was lifted. So they only walked when it was hot out? No, no. The cloud is not a real cloud. The cloud is God. the glory of God. And what's he doing on the tabernacle? He's there. He's hanging out with Moses. He's talking about And then shit. he leaves and like makes the world's shittiest game of hide-and-go-seek where they have to find him again, <laughs> and then he sits on it till he leaves again? Yeah. That's it? Doesn't that, do anything? That's it. No, that's the glory of the Lord, Kyle. What is it? <laughs> so the cloud of the Lord was over the tabernacle by day, and the fire was in the cloud by night. I need something to yell at, you know? In the sorry, what? In the I gotta sight, figure out. I need answers to some of these things. In the sight of the house of Israel during all their travels, and that was the book of Exodus. Oh, we're done. Yeah, ex Yay. Exodus is done. Caleb, what did you learn? I didn't learn. Okay, I learned. I learned why preachers. I learned why preachers skip that shit. I learned why I can't even follow my own premise of the podcast. We have to skip that boring shit. We have to just get to the stories. We talk about after. I yeah. promise you guys. <laughs> We will not <laughs> no. read. I could. I can't fucking take that again. It was funny for like three episodes. It was funny as soon as it started repeating itself. You like literally, I couldn't take it you anymore. You can't make new jokes on that. No, but we, we can start doing a mid-podcast. We're going to have to do research now. Well, I can. No, I can read. Yeah, I, we'll figure it out. I'm gonna, I always read ahead anyways. Yeah. I, I knew this was coming, and I was like. I didn't think it'd be this bad. Look, when we got to the part where we we're talking about like the building shit, I'm like, oh, thank God it's over. You told me it's over. You lied to my fucking face. You lied to the well, Beavers' faces. I, th <laughs> I thought it was over because we read all the stuff. And then when I, Fuck, I opened it, I was like, no, we read this. It feels like they're about to describe every time they pack up and leave, too, you know? So we packed up the gold staffs and the, and the yarn the made by, yeah. Blue, purple, yeah. <laughs> Blue, red, and purple linen. Jeez, scarlet linen. Sorry. Yeah, um, I didn't learn much. I also learned that faith is a celebrated quality of idiots, and it should not faith should not be celebrated at all. It's not no. a good thing. 
Yeah, it's ignorance. Yeah. Yeah, but everyone who doesn't believe in in like religion, that's like the huge thing. Is faith is retarded. And then the other everyone is you just it don't just, have faith. It just reaffirms every time. It just reaffirms their faith. Yeah, yeah, because they just go like you don't have they faith. They just double that's down. That's why you think that. Because oh, you know, if you had faith, oh, you wouldn't think that. But you don't. God, people who are religious must just think we're all so fucking stupid. I think they're they, fucking stupid. I'm reading their fucking book right now. I know. But they must just think everyone is a goddamn moron. Yeah. Yeah, you just believe no matter what. It's not that hard. How many people do you think go to church and just, like, re- have read the Bible and, like, read part of this and are just like, okay, I'm going to get some answers. The uh, priest going to tell me, and then a week goes by, a month goes by, a year goes by, and you're just like, oh, the same three things over again? Over <laughs> and over again? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. I thought maybe you would have... Nah. Oh, all right. I thought maybe you you dressed all fancy that you now you got nothing. Because no, God told him to wear that. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. I did a lot of reading, Kyle. Goddamn, Caleb. God did you ever? Did I ever? Well, we got a few emails. A couple of them are back to back since we had a two episode where we had to stack them yeah. before we left. But we got one from Jeff. Nothing interesting today. Great, Jeff. You're on. You're on par with this episode. <laughs> This is from episode 30 from Jeff. Kyle said something like, I don't want to go back and listen to all the episodes. And I wondered if he's ever heard of this thing called the internet. I'm not in the fucking mood, Jeff, for attitude. Assuming you're reading the NIV, which is what? The New International Version. We are reading that. <clears throat> okay, we are. And we're counting the references bread t- references to bread without yeast. We're at 15. That's what I said. I My fucking artificial Pretty counter good. was right. Some of them reference it multiple times, but I only bothered to count once per verse. The new, what's what's our called? The new, new international, international version, version I checked did have slightly different wording than what Caleb read through. So I have a question for him. What Bible are you reading and how many new international versions are there? Wait, our Bibles have different wording? Does uh, it depend on the publisher? Probably does, yeah. Read our publisher then. It probably does. Also, who published it? Jeff. Hey, hey, Jeff. You fuck. We. I've been drinking hay alls just to get through most of these podcasts. I slur a little bit. I might skip a word here or there. I might add a word because the way the Bible says it is fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. So yes, I add and take away from the Bible. Smite me dead. But here's the point. <laughs> the point is you're getting the gist. Of it. Do you want me to go back and finish all that shit I didn't read, Jeff? Is that what you want? How do you have the time to fact check every word I list I read on this fucking podcast? I was I was serious and I was like, Oh, I wonder if it was published differently. I didn't even consider the fact that I'm not looking at this and I'm just believing what you say. Yeah, Kyle's across <laughs> the table just just so you guys know, I'm on one side of a table, Kyle's on the other, and I read the Bible and Kyle just like Looks for an opportunity to interrupt me. Which well, is, I pay attention, except for the you, last one. You know one. what, Kyle? Oh my God, I, will, I, I, I will say in earnest, <clears throat> I've yeah. noticed you go, actually, you can finish. You've, you've been much better at that the last couple episodes. Yeah, well, that's not going to last anymore. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be nice. <laughs> Don't care. So we got another email. Sup, dildos. Caleb is a cunt, and Kyle the Interrupter is the Jesus Christ, in brackets, long hair, knobhead, to the Bible, re- to the Bible reader, Caleb's Holy Spirits. I did not. Because he's an alcoholic. Whoever this is, I fucking love you already. <laughs> All right. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> Caleb, I don't know why you said I was part of your crew in L.A. I fucking hated you. You wouldn't leave me alone. 
Jesus Christ, you never shut up about the podcast. I'm still pissed you slagged off my music choice during the music sharing game, dick. <laughs> Who is this? Is this James the Brit guy? <laughs> but honestly, I fucking love the podcast. I explained to a Jewish guy why he actually celebrates Passover. <laughs> <laughs> you explained to him why he celebrates podcast? That's fucking hilarious. He thought it was to celebrate the end of the short 40-year romp in the desert. No, it's... He didn't know it was literally the angel of death passing over the house to kill Egyptian babies. <laughs> He's no longer Jewish, but that's more because I told him he couldn't eat yeast as it is God's worst fear. <laughs> True Bible beater right there. So I had a dream where I had to take on an NBA team, but they wore football pads and really roughhoused me. Yeah, you're gay. That's what that means. <laughs> then lost my teeth. Yeah, it might be going that way. Does this mean I'm gay? <laughs> what? <laughs> Does this mean I may be gay? Dot, dot, dot for sport? No. Um, the breaking the teeth thing. Please ask your mom. Wicked Hot Milk, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone look up Stacey Campbell. Anyway, uh, okay. Do you want to answer this or finish the... Well, the thing about teeth, that's actually a common theme in the Bible is break the teeth of the wicked or the Lord will break their teeth. No fucking way. Yeah. Really? Well, that was uh, the second verse. Then shove your cock down its <laughs> lubricated mouth hole. Now. <laughs> lubricated with blood, obviously, because you just punched out their teeth. Jesus, no, that's not in there. But uh, so breaking the, the prison—that's a, a prison version. That's a debilitating injury. Um, it means it's like a different way of starving somebody. You'd smash their teeth out, and they wouldn't be able to eat or process food. And uh, yeah, that's like a common—that's a common theme. So if you're getting your teeth broken out, that means. That you were probably gonna be um, de uh, debilitated by uh, your enemies. What do you mean debilitated? I mean like, you know, like uh, break break their knees, break their teeth. Like it's just a different way of making you uh, a cripple, lesser than uh, invalid. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to gum all your food now. It's a whole chore. Yeah, it's a humiliating <laughs> one too. You get to walk around with like your jaw goes too high towards your nose. You know. So your whole shape of your face is off. It's a problem. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> my uncle has no teeth. It's hilarious. Anyways, thanks <laughs> for a fun time in Los Angeles, Caleb. This podcast has stopped me from blowing my brains out while I'm still in America. Keep it up, cunts. Big love, Jason, the English kid in L.A. you mentioned in the podcast. Yeah, dude, thanks for writing in. Also, if you're going to blow your brains out, America is the best place to do it. They got the highest amount of guns and... The most gun violence. Now, you could add to that statistic. <laughs> and we got one more from Jeff from the last episode. <laughs> two Jeffs? Forgive me. Well, one's from episode 30 and 31, but we stacked the last two okay, episodes. So okay, okay. they came appropriately, but we didn't have time to read them. Forgive me one true podcast, for I have sinned. It's fine. In the week fall What? It's not fine. Death, it's then? Not yeah. <laughs> uh, get, kneel get a kneeling board, one of those real painful ones, you know? <laughs> Kneel on that till our next episode comes out. I don't know. That was a great email of Jason there. That was. In the week following your last episode, I have listened to other podcasts. I have listened to Car Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> that is unforgivable, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> I don't know how many Hail Marys are going to have to say before we forgive that. We're going to break your teeth. You know what the punishment is? Listen to more Car Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to Radio Lab. I've listened to so many podcasts that I'm too ashamed to name them all. 
You told me that it would only be one week until your next episode, but after two days, I assume you were surely dead. Like, the, con- like the Israelites. <laughs> you have no faith. No wonder. Dude, exactly. Did you go and like, record yourself on your cell phone as a false podcast and start worshiping your own podcast? You might have. Dude, he's, he's I tra- can't believe the gall of you. To- we were gone for two days talking to God himself. My face is radiating and dripping. Mm-hmm. I can't believe A and B. What? No, I'm just agreeing with you. What's going on a rant, Kyle? Mm -hmm, Go ahead. I got you interrupted it. The flow is gone. The flow is gone, Kyle. (laughs) Are you out of your fucking mind? What? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, the flow's gone. Caleb's flow gets stopped. (laughs) Hype man is stupid the fuck thing they did there. All right, well that's fun, Caleb. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Hey, I was having fun, and at the end of this fucking garbage podcast, for a second, yeah, but just hey, just quit. Like <laughs> this might be the worst podcast we've ever done. Absolutely, the worst one. <laughs> How long is it? An hour and a half, dude. Dude, people are gonna see it. People are gonna see it and be like, "Oh fuck, this is an hour. I always get stoked. Like with yeah. Bill Burr, sometimes like you see an hour and forty five minutes, you're like. He must have went off. Yeah, he couldn't have quit, you know? He went off on something. It's just like minutia. Just end it, Kyle. Just end it. Sorry, Jeff. You told me. <laughs> oh, let me just do it. You told me there would only be one week, but I assume two days you were already surely dead. I even considered melting down my jewelry to raise funds oh, to start God my own co- podcast. Right? <clears throat> Please tell me what I must do for your forgiveness. You know my brother, Chris? <sighs> Shall I take my sword and smite him for you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please. Run actually. through your house. <laughs> kill 3,000 of your friends and brothers. Also, anyone else. If you'll they have notice, any babies and you see a body of water, just we, chuck them in there. We read every email sent to us. Like Jeff sends one every week. If anyone has a legitimate Bible question, like something, like anything from your life, like, I don't know. I got. Uh, Caleb keeps begging, but no one gives a fuck. Just, I want like. Ethical conundrums. Like, yeah. I want, like, is it wrong to cheat on a test? But if all I... Our, all our listeners just want to know if they're gay. <laughs> That's all they want to know. Yes, yes. And the answer is usually yes. Yes to very all. Very gay. <laughs> so then he goes on to say, for a desire that is turned away from you and produces his own weekly podcast. Okay. Well, let me know ASAP. If I don't hear from you in two days, I'll probably go worship Mark Maron or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're back. Anyways, yeah, kill your brother. Um, fuck your mother. Fuck yourself. <laughs> and fuck your family. And fuck this podcast. <laughs> and fuck your sister. <laughs> fuck fuck your everybody. Grandpa. Send us emails, I guess. <laughs> Canada Comedy <laughs> CA. Please don't review this. I guess. I usually ask, but oh my God. We won't do this to you again. If you made it to the end, we'll figure out a different method. This is literally your punishment. <laughs> For what? I don't know. You know what? Send in the things you've done wrong, and I'll, and you're going to ask me what you should do? It's going to be listen to this podcast over and this over again. Specific I'm going to say how many... We're going to give you how many times you have to listen to this piece of shit. For you, Jeff, st- st- stab your brother listen to this 20 times. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Will I- Jesus!